Welcome to Food Friday Leftovers. A podcast about all the goodies left over from Food Friday. I'm Dave Hopper. And I'm Ashley Kinsey. Tune in each week as we cover culinary topics such as food trucks, local food, pizza, veggies, beer, and wine. You hungry yet? Huh, I'm always hungry. Well, on that note, Ashley, tell us what's in the fridge this week. Oh my goodness, we have cookies in the fridge. We're speaking with Linda Kinlan of Bake For You. Thank you so much for coming in and talking with us today. Thank you for having me. So I wanted to start with a question because I can't bake myself out of a wet paper bag. <laughs> I Have you tried to bake yourself out of a wet paper bag? Uh, I might have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try to do even the box mixes to make cupcakes for my daughter to take to events and things, and it's just a sad, sad thing. They don't even end up looking like cupcakes. It was like rocks, maybe. Oh, dear. Um, So (laughs) can you give some tips for people who really want to be able to bake, even if it's something simple? Because I did notice that you said that you don't measure. So for me to hear that you don't measure, and I'm like, I try to follow the instructions (laughs) to the letter. Right, correct. If you're doing... um, like a box mix, Mm -hmm. definitely follow (laughs) what they're saying. (laughs) Definitely measure that. But I always tell people, like, don't overmix. Like, do it by hand. If you're going to throw, you know, cupcakes together for your daughter, do them by hand. Don't put them in, like, a hand mixer. You know, don't do that. Because then you tend to overmix. So you're mixing the air out of them. Then just be careful not to overbake. That could be contributing to the brick or the rocks. (laughs) Yes. Cupcake rocks. (laughs) Yes. But that could be, you know, just kind of, like, underbake it a little bit. You know, make sure, like, if you stick a toothpick in, it's going to come out clean. But don't let them get, like, super brown. So instead of the, like, 20-something minutes they say to put right. to cook for, you want to shoot for 15 and check them right. in. Right, and then check okay. them in. Yeah, that's that my suggestion. Good. Have you thought about making hockey pucks as a side business? I think I probably would be really successful at that. And we could make different flavors. So if people go. really wanted to, you know, eat the hockey puck. Without breaking their teeth, I can guarantee. Can but they don't so, have any teeth anyway. She has a whole other career waiting <laughs> yeah, for there her. You go. Very impressed. When did it go from starting out following recipes to doing your own thing? Um, I was always in the food industry. I'm going to be 52, so it was. It's been a long time. Um, so I was raised by an Italian mom. So you're always around food, and you know oh, that's yes. how you kind of love everybody. You know, I'm going <laughs> to bake a cake. So I had a catering business. And I was a little overly zealous, and that went under. So I went and got, you know, a job in the hospital, and I didn't like it. <laughs> you know, because you have a creative brain, like, can't yes. really sit idle very long. So I kept like, oh, people were like, can you bake for me? And I was like, I really can't. You know, I don't have a commercial kitchen anymore. But as I kept ringing in my head, can you bake for me? I was like, wow, I can now just, like, bake and do cookies, and I'm going to call it Bake for You. <laughs> so that was really how it kind of came to be. And I just started out, like, I went back to waitressing to supplement my income. And then I just started really small, like, you know, taking private orders and then bringing my cookies to coffee shops. I would cold call with mm-hmm. sweaty hands and, you know, <laughs> yeah, rattly yeah. voice. Like, do you want to try my cookies? <laughs> and then people just started, like, you know, calling back and saying, hey, we really like these. Can you bring us, like, three dozen? And then three dozen would turn into six dozen. And it just caught on from there and with social media like that's when it really started mm-hmm. back in 2009 so like you could post on Facebook a cookie and everyone's was like oh, I need that cookie <laughs> so it was really for us you know not I say us my kids were really involved as well that I didn't have a ton of money to advertise so oh you throw a cookie picture up boom you know it's like it was like instant success so that's really how it all kind of did you slip some cookies in while you're waitressing? So oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'd be like, oh, try these. And it's really nice now because we went from the church, 
where I baked in a church kitchen to where I have a you know brick and mortar shop. So a lot of the people I waited on, they come into the shop, That's which is nice. so nice. You know, it was a really, yeah. it was a great way to build relationships. And cookies make everyone happy. Let's face it. You know, you just bring this a cookie. True. Yeah. And it's really a family thing. Anytime there's your own business. Yeah. It's never just one person. Never. No. It I have takes such a, a village. troop. Right. It does. Mm-hmm. It, and we have such a nice group of friends and family. And even our customers, they're they get so excited. If there's a new cookie, they're like <laughs> equally you know excited. Or if something good happens to us, or there's an article written, like the community is great. We're super fortunate in that respect. Well, I'll have to tell them all about the podcast episode. Yes, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The other thing that I was just thinking about while you were talking, it's um as far as coming up with new recipes for cookies, or do you feel like the creative ideas are do you think that you had a sort of snowball effect where maybe you started off with a couple ideas, but now that you've, you're in the flow of Bake For You, do you feel like those ideas come easier? It's funny. Like sometimes I'm like, I could wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to do this, this, and this. And then it could be like a week and I'm like, I've lost my mojo. Oh. You know? <laughs> there isn't a cookie out there. But like this past weekend, um, I went to Toronto and I visited a bakery. And like I left there. Like, oh, my God, I can't wait to go home and bake, and I'm going to do... And it was great. So it, it kind of, I don't know, it comes in waves. Do you yeah. commiserate at all with other bakers Absolutely. or restaurant people? Yeah, I have a really nice um, relationship with, like, local bakers. And, I mean, everyone brings something great to the table. I do not bake bread. I do not make donuts, unless they're <laughs> baked. So I'm not... I don't claim to be like, oh, I know everything about baking. I mm-hmm. love to talk to other bakers and say, oh, did you try this? Or, you know, I'm like, yeah, I want to eat your loaf of bread. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just a nice. I mean, and there are some bakers I could call and be like, hey, I'm low on flour. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, yeah, sure, come and get 50 pounds. So it's nice to keep all of that open and not. I just like to continue to eat humble pie i think it's a lot better in the business world Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's the way to go too especially nowadays you see more people that are in groups or community groups even though they may be doing the same thing and then even what you were saying earlier about the creativity of coming up with recipes i'm an artist he's a photographer you're culinary extraordinaire in the cookie (laughs) realm right and the ebbs and flows of creativity are still the same you still have those really high times and then those really low times and what it really comes down to is having a community of other creatives that can help that inspiration when it at, when it goes down. Because you do definitely have. My boyfriend's a musician, so our creative minds together, it's like, push. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> sometimes it's like, you know, he comes up with an idea, or it's like, hey, what do you think of this? And and creative minds, that's how we work. Mm-hmm. And we don't rest a lot. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there isn't a whole heap of sleeping going on <laughs> for you know. But that's the beauty of talking to other bakers or like a photographer, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it just, it's Does nice. he wake up singing about cookies? Sometimes we do. <laughs> <laughs> cookies and song lyrics. Yes, sometimes that happens. But do you yeah. wake up in the middle of the night and sometimes get up and have to make something? Uh, like not an that, idea? no. Or do you save it for the morning? I'll save it for the morning. But I will, <laughs> I will not, like, be happy until I get to the shop and I make that happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that definitely, it's like, I, it'll be on my mind, you know, like full force, which yeah. is fun. How often do you bring a new cookie out? Is there like a rhythm or is it just... No, it's whatever hits my brain. That's pretty much how it goes. I mean, it could be like three days in a row, boom, we have a cookie, yeah. you know, a new one. And then it could be a week, like I said, and it's like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> something's got to happen. But people still eat the classics, right? Like oh, the chocolate yeah. chip cookie. The chocolate and... chip, the girl's best friend. 
the white chocolate cranberry and the Earl Grey. Oh, and then we just came up. I was so excited. <laughs> just like like one day I was like, wow, I really like I had this. And I don't even like chocolate that much. I was like, wow, the Earl Grey is so great. Let's do a double chocolate Earl Grey and call it the Duke of Earl. I have no idea where that even came from. But I like I was, it. It was awesome. And I was so excited. I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to do this. We made it. You know, I made it at the shop and everybody's tasting it. We're like. A few curse words were, <laughs> but we were so excited, and that like took off, and people are now, you know, can I get the Duke of Earl? This is great. How often, or how much do you have to make a day of each cookie? Do you like guesstimate? We guesstimate. Okay. But we have like fifteen wholesale accounts, so some things it might be like, oh, so and so needs two dozen girls' best friend. Let's just make six, you know, and then other accounts might want them, and then we sell them in the shop. Gotcha. That's pretty much how it goes. So you have a specific amount that you know you're going to make. It is the craziest system, and no one probably would ever want to understand it, ever. But you know what? This if goes along working. with the, the not measuring. Right? Yeah, it goes along with that, yes. Yeah, absolutely. You're a free spirit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my mom always said. I beat to my own drummer, but she never took my drum. So that was, like, the best. It was awesome. Your boyfriend's not a drummer, is he? No, oh. he's a player. No, no. <laughs> You seem to know exactly what flower you like and every other thing. Mm -hmm. How early did you find out, like, this is my thing? This is my flower. This is my this. Um, It was really early on. It was probably because I, like I was talking about Martha Stewart, like, I followed her career from the beginning. And pretty much what she has said, it works. And I know people really don't care for her sometimes, but she is a genius. And she has done the research, or she's paid people (laughs) to, to, to do the research, but... I would be like, wow, I wonder what she's using. And she would talk about King Arthur flower. And that was back even before I had business. I was like, I'm going to only use King Arthur. So maybe I need to just use King Arthur flower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I need to do. It's and awesome. your organic sugar. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, it, and the sugar, for me, it makes a huge difference. And that's probably once you taste our cookies, you'll be like, oh, I will yeah. in a second. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys just keep talking. I'll, I'll test the you cookies. You test the cookies out. Yes. Yeah, where's the chocolate chip cookie? I think that's on the bottom. Oh, the labels are so nice. I love it. Thank you. This is it, right? I can't even. Um, that's, oh, that's really good. That's white chocolate cranberry. That's yeah, I'll signature. take a piece of that one. That's really delicious. All right. I don't really like chocolate either. Yeah, but. I mean, I I run in streaks. Sometimes like I'm like, yeah, and then I'm just like, oh. My mm. problem is I'll have one piece of chocolate, like one little Reese's peanut butter cup, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. And people are like, you don't like chocolate? And right. I get these looks. Like, well, because I'm a... everyone thinks women, like that's what we live for is mm-hmm. chocolate. And I'm like, no. I, I want a slice of pizza. <laughs> Something savory, right? Now, right? I want savory. I want pizza. I had savory oatmeal this morning. <laughs> nice. We I'm going to have to have pizza for dinner. Yeah. We did. We actually did a um, stuffing scone. Hmm. Yeah, because we do a small plates event once once a month in the shop. And we did a stuffing scone and um, made a sandwich out of it with turkey and cranberry mayo. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Where was <laughs> I when that plate <laughs> was served? Oh, my goodness. This is so amazing. Good. This is so yeah, good. Yeah, these are Thank delicious. You. Thanks. I'm telling you. The butter in this cookie is so good. Like, mm-hmm. it's so soft. It has the right buttery saltiness to it. Good. I love it. Everybody, go buy these cookies. They are so good. <laughs> yes. And we'll just spend the rest of that. the show eating. No. Yeah. <laughs> Last week, we had on Bruce Weinstein and Mark Scarborough, the cookbook authors in Connecticut. And we were talking about culinary myth. And they said... For to make a bigger cookie and not get them flat, to use cold butter, like in a stand mixer. 
I never found anything. <laughs> I am like the black sheep of baking. Um, We're giving you so many well, business cards right ideas. Here. You're making black sheep look really good. I, yeah. I am. Um, I. If bake for you doesn't work, I'll need a black sheep baking. Exactly. <laughs> going to jump into that. I um, think that's going to be my company because it's going to be little black hockey puck. Yeah. There you <laughs> that's go. That's true. I won't take the name. Um, <laughs> I don't. They could be totally right, but I, it doesn't happen in my world. It doesn't. Well, the results speak for themselves. Thank you. <laughs> and you so. just do everything room temperature then? Yeah. Sometimes I melt it a little bit. Give it a little hit, you know, to melt and... That's it. I don't ever use really cold butter, but I do everything by hand. Right. So really cold butter would be even more of a workout. That actually yeah. makes sense because when they were talking about it on our Culinary Myths episode, they mentioned using a, a mixer, mm -hmm. and the stand mixer would generate a bit of heat. So if you're using cold butter, oh, right. it would... It wouldn't be as bad, but if you're doing it by hand, oh. you know, with a spoon or you have one even really with a powerful small arm, mixer. the other one will be small. Oh, I ended up like I had to start. <laughs> I had to start mixing with my other arm too because I was getting like such a muscle <laughs> that I was looking like a little lopsided. But yeah, we do everything by hand. Everything's mixed. You just do the one arm with the workout. Yeah, later. <laughs> it's like okay, but no, we like make like I start out with a spoon and then ditch that, and everything is literally glove on, and it's done with by hand. So you have your process down. I do by now. Yeah. Like I have, you know, it's fun because of knowing like other bakers or chefs that, you know, pop in to visit. And when they watch me, they're all having like, <laughs> <laughs> what is she doing? You know, but. Um, then you're yeah. like, taste this. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, this mm -hmm. works. So, yeah, I mean, for me, it works. I, I don't know if it would necessarily work for everyone, but. That's all that matters. So far. Yeah. So far, so good. It is definitely working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not usually a sweets person i think i've mentioned this many times before we are Man. the perfect partners because you don't like chocolate and i do you don't like sweet and i do so we're never going to eat each other's stuff yeah that's this good. is why <laughs> this is why it works a little simpatico here that's good <laughs> awesome that's a good word i like that word thank you it's my word of the week <laughs> <laughs> we usually ask to end on a funny story we forgot to ask you beforehand sorry to put you on the spot a funny story <laughs> Oh dear! Oh, okay. I have a. It's not really funny. Um, we'll be. The I was a clown for ten years. That's really funny. It's a true story. You were a clown. I was a clown for ten years. Um, I would but, not have guessed that. Yep, speckles. Um, she's retired now. <laughs> but um, I was on an elevator. I was doing a delivery. This was like back, you know, by myself doing this whole thing, and this woman was staring at me, and I'm like, oh my god, there's something on my pants. Like, what's going on? <laughs> And um, she's looking, and I'm like, okay, I don't know if I know her. Like, am I being rude? She goes, you're the lady that makes that cookie. <laughs> and I was like, she goes, the white chocolate cranberry, it's amazing. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Or this is even, this was really sad, kind of. I was doing a whole bunch of deliveries, and I had been making frosting, and I ran out to deliver to um, one of the coffee shops. And the guy's, like, looking at me, and I'm like, hmm. Wow, something's not right. I get in the car, <laughs> and I must have, when I did the frosting, went like this, and I had this oh. one big streak. Yeah, wasn't my most attractive look. So you think you would have said something? Exactly. I'm you like, gotta really? say something. If somebody has something on their face, you mention it. No, literally the big streak of buttercream. Yeah, wasn't my best look, but all had to get done. So those are my stories. Very nicely done. Thank you. Thank you for being on our podcast. Thank you. This is fun. That was Linda Kinlan of Bake for You. This has been Food Friday Leftovers. I'm Ashley Kinsey. And I'm Dave Hopper. 
Be sure to check out Vox Pop Food Friday every Friday at 2 p.m. on WAMC Northeast Public Radio. Our producer is Jessica Blaustein Marshall. Our theme is Beach Disco by Dougie Wood. Food Friday Leftovers is a production of WAMC Northeast Public Radio. And tune in next week to see what else we find in the fridge. Thank you.